0: This is the Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's a Bowtie Guy. Alright everybody, this is me, the Bowtie Guy, coming at you for one more show. Well, makes it sound like I'm done doing shows, but we're coming at you with another show. This is show number uh, 269. And I got some extra noise going on because I'm sitting by my water cooler, which just turned on. And we've got the swamp cooler going because it is beginning to be summertime in Ridgecrest. So I apologize for the extra noises that are going on and the extra uh, ambient sound. But we will just live with it as we do because it just its one of those things. It is what it is and can't do anything else about it. So we just won't worry about it too much. If that's all right with you, it's okay with me. Uh, Starting out today, I just want to let you know that uh, our word of the week is infantile. And infantile means something that happens with, uh, with babies or young children. And I just had another baby come to the family this week. So, you know, why not have infantile as our word? He finally has a name. His name is Oliver Jackson. And Oliver Jackson is pretty cool because um, it's, his last name is Grimes. So he can need to be O.J., be the Juice, or he could be the O.G., original Grimes, original Goo Goo, original Goonza. Uh, but uh, that's our little boy. He came in healthy and uh, we're just very, very thrilled, as are his little brother and sister. They just... Uh, couldn't be happier to be uh, brothers and sisters. Uh that right there was my daughter texting me. If you want to do something like that, text me. You can. You can get a hold of me at 760-608-1942. You can tell me about not finishing a, a football match like she just told me about, or you can talk to me about your recovery or issues uh, that you might be having or ideas for the show or just call the chat. <clears throat> uh, I don't mind. It works for text and chat, so check us out there. You can also email me at podcast.com We are 100% listener-supported at this show, so that means that all of our funding comes from listeners just like you, just like my daughter, Heather, who just texted me. And the way that you become a, a giver... On the show is by texting us uh, the word "mum" at the number seven six zero walls ca, which is seven six zero nine two five five seven two two, and that will help you or help us minister to the families of incarcerated people, as well as ministering directly to those incarcerated people. We're very very thrilled to be able to do that because you make it possible for us and for Messed Up Ministries to do stuff. It's been very exciting at Messed Up Ministries this week. We actually started working on stuff. Um, we got the pews out and uh, we were able to sell those pews, which was very exciting. I didn't think I'd be able to do that, but we were able to uh, to get those pews sold uh, to a person within a day. Uh, and so that's uh, good for the ministry. And uh, I was actually up in the attic of the building today working on getting the swamp cooler going. Had to run some new tubing for the water supply. Uh, So anyhow, it's very exciting times at Messed Up Ministries because we're finally, 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 finally getting to work on our building we are going to have a ribbon uncutting ceremony on July 1st, so we'll be looking for information on that, especially if you're in the Ridgecrest area. We'd love to have you come down and help us uncut the ribbon, close the building uh, for uh, temporary use, and uh, really get about our business of our rehab on that building. So thank you for being here. Thank you for all that you do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, on with the show, shall we? Uh Today, I went into the prison and it was really odd. <clears throat> They're working on um, transferring inmates out of this prison because this prison is going to be closed in the coming months. And as they close, that means that there's less staff there, which means there's less cars in the parking lot. And when we rolled up today, there were really not a lot of cars in the parking lot, which was which was quite strange. It was even more less than it had been in weeks past. So I I was making a a little mental note of that. And when we went inside the prison, one of the first things that happens is um, my lovely wife usually makes a potty stop before we go to our classroom so that uh, we don't get Um, stuck in the classroom. In order to get to the bathroom, you've got to go through several locked doors, which you have to wait until someone unlocks them for you. So she likes to go uh, before we get to class, and she said that there was no water uh, going in the bathrooms. And we found out that, indeed, the water at the prison has been not... uh, I guess working is the best (laughs) word for it. Not working for the past... A couple of days, and so because of that, they've got uh, outdoor uh, porta potties for the inmates to use. And because of that, they were sending guys out to the yard because they have certain times during the day where they'll send everybody out so they can go and use the facilities as needed. <clears throat> and one of the uh, consequences of doing that is that there were uh, very few people in our class and by very few people, I mean there was one gentleman who showed up for class tonight and it made it very interesting because uh, we got to just, uh, you know, I asked him, I said, well, what do you want to do? Do you want to, do you want to stay? Do you want to wait? And he said, let's wait and see if people show up and then we decided we would uh, take our roster to one of the COs at the prison and he showed us how to call uh, he gave me the numbers to call to the different housing units to let our guys know we were indeed having class. And so eventually we, we wound up with five guys, but it was a, a different dynamic in class. Because they're trying to deal with something that uh, is beyond anyone's control there, which is the fact that the water is turned off. And, uh, you know, when we don't have water at home, it's a, a drag but we're talking about a prison here. You know, when when I worked at Starbucks, if the water would have gone off, we would have sent everyone home. We would have closed the store. We, we couldn't continue to serve coffee with no water. And you can't just close the prison and send everyone home because the water has been shut off for a couple of days. <clears throat> so while we just had our one inmate there for the, the first half hour, we were talking to him about, that situation and he said well we got a little bit of a heads up so he and his uh, cellmate prepped they filled a big tub that they have a big uh, storage container um, a, a, if, if you think about what a lot of people use at christmas time those big containers they have containers similar to that, that they keep their personal property and so he and his uh, celly put all their property together and, and filled that up so they could have some extra water to use for uh, just uh, basic hygiene, giving themselves little bird baths in the cell, and um, it's been it's been difficult for him though, and it got me thinking about what what do we do when things don't go right? And, and prison's a pretty rough thing to have to do anyway. There's not a lot of people thinking, you know, sign me up, I want to go to prison. I'd, I'd rather have my freedom taken away from me than be able to be free." And so you think, well, all right, this is bad. And then it gets worse and things can always get worse. More stuff could happen. And I told the guys, I said, look, it was bad enough you were in prison, then it got worse. and you know, the water stopped flowing. It could get even worse. The water could start flowing backwards. Um, there's always things that can happen to make life a little bit worse for us, a little bit less than desirable, a little bit not as good as we want it or as it was. And we've gotta be able to roll with those punches in some way, shape or form. We've gotta be able to deal with that or we implode. Um, the wheels come off and, and the vehicle stops moving and we, we just stop, we cease to be. And, and that's not something that we want. So what do we do? What do we do in our recovery? When the wheels come off, when when the metaphoric water stops flowing to our life, how do we handle it and what do we do? I was golfing on Friday with my uh, good friend Donnie and he, he, he has one thing in common with my mother and they both love the show Naked and Afraid. Now, I've never seen Naked and Afraid, but my understanding is they put people out in a situation with nothing. Uh, including clothes. And those people have to survive for a certain amount of time. I'm guessing it's a competition, but I don't know. I'm guessing they get something out of it, whether it's some prize money or just notoriety. I'm not sure, but we were golfing and there was some standing water in a a pool that was kind of murky, you know, in the the water trap. It was really gross looking, uh, to be honest. But he looked and he said, you know, this was naked and afraid that would be a water source that we could clean that water we could drink it (laughs) and i said well okay interesting i'm glad that i got my water but sometimes that's what we have to do is we have to adapt we have to come up with ways to filter our water Uh, i used to like to watch these survival shows and there was one show called dual survival and it had a guy uh two people the dual part that were paired together. One of them was typically some sort of a special forces or military survivalist and the other was more of a scientific survivalist and the scientific guys always came up with these ways of doing things and a common way to make water was they would find materials and make a still uh, for their water. They would you know take salt water, boil it and and run it through and, and it, the water, as it, the steam condenses, it cools and the salt is removed and you get clean water. <laughs> How do we put a still on our life? How do we make it so that we can get rid of the salt and make the water that we find drinkable? Well, there's a lot of different ways that we can approach it There's a lot of different methods that we could use. Sometimes we just go the Elijah route and pray for rain, but sometimes we have to take some action to get ourselves out of the bind that we find ourselves in. And sometimes that bind is something that I have created. Sometimes it's a bind that has found me. These guys at the jail, the prison, they didn't create the broken water main. And it's happened. It happened uh, a few months back to them as well. But they have to now adapt and learn to live with this very negative situation. So we're going to look at that. We come back from the break, but first I want to give us a song that was given to me by my beautiful, wonderful, lovely friend, Faith. Faith, we love you so much. Uh, Faith is going in for surgery uh, this week to um, deal with her esophagus and the esophageal cancer that she's um, having victory over and uh, she sent me this song so i thought you know what i'm going to use this song since faith sent it and this is matthew west the song is called amen so i'm going to give you 90 seconds of it we'll be back on the other side to talk about what we think about that and also talk about how we put a still on our life so here's matthew west and amen
1: Grace, oh. I'm standing oh, no. here today. If you're feeling what I'm feeling, let me hear you say hey. I look back over my shoulder, I can see the life he saved me from. Every time I look back over my shoulder, I can see the life he saved me from. Thank God. Hey church, now you see this little out of mine. Well, my question is a simple one. Couldn't get in line. I'm talking one by, I'm talking one by, one by one. Gonna testify that it's only by God's grace we're standing here today. If you feelin' what I'm it, let me hear you, say hey
0: If you're looking for a Faith Paxton signature song, I got to say that is a Faith Paxton signature song. Uh, A lot of words going on there and a lot of fun. That is if, if you didn't like that, if you didn't get bouncing on that. Uh, check your pulse. <laughs> I don't know what, what it would take to get you going if that one didn't get you going, because that was a fun one. Um, and I, I love when he goes in and talks and, and he says, you know, the callbacks. He says, I'm talking one by one, and, you know, the callback is going to testify. And uh, you know, my question is a simple one who's next? And in that chorus, if you're feeling what I'm feeling, let me hear you say amen. If you're a new creation, amen. If you got that feel good in your soul, that hope that won't let go. If you're feeling what I'm feeling, let me hear you say amen. I do not always have that feeling. Not always. I love that feeling. I look for that feeling and I try to inspire that feeling in other people. But for me personally, sometimes I don't have that feeling because I'm just, I let the world get in. But I think if I were to testify about the things that Christ had done for me, that I would have that feeling. And when I don't have that feeling, if I decide to testify about what Christ has done in my life, that feeling is going to come washing over me like a. Blood, And that's why it's so important that we testify. That's why it's so important that we share. And that's how we bring the water back to our lives is through that testimony is through that sharing is through that love that we have for each other and for Christ that we can share so that we can bring someone up with us. I, I had a a person who is dear to me, talk to me about celebrate recovery and they know how important celebrate recovery is to me. So they weren't trying to be flippant or rude, but they said, you know, look, I, I just don't want to go to your meeting because I don't feel like I can relate to the people there and that they can relate to me because this person that I'm talking about is fairly functional in their addiction. And a lot of the people who come to sub recovery come because they've stopped being able to function in their addiction. And so when you have a functional addict and a non-functional addict together, it seems like there's a disparity. But what we find, if the people can get past that, is we find that those, those commonalities of addiction, whether you're functional or unfunctional, whether you've hit your bottom or not, we can speak to each other. We can help each other to heal because we testify about the things that God has done with us, to us, for us. And that's the beauty of it. And that's how we get past those no water situations. That's how we bring water to the desert. That's how we make a still for our soul to give it the water that it needs is by being with other people who have gone through it. And here's the dirty little secret. Everybody has gone through it or they're going through it right now. And if you haven't and you aren't, well, my friend, buckle up because you're gonna. (laughs) It's coming. And it's going to hit you like a freight train because that's how it hits you. And you want to be ready. I was talking with my daughter, looking at, at Mr. Oliver and his, his big brother, Ezra, who is not quite yet two years old, had a, a bonk on his cheek, had a little purple bruise. And I said, oh, mommy, how did you get his bonk? And he said, well, Ezra thinks he's a big boy now that he's a big brother. And he's trying to do stuff that his sister's doing. And he grabbed the scooter and went scooting off on the scooter with no helmet or anything like that and face planted. He's trying to do more than he could do. He wasn't prepared for the situation, he hadn't thought it through. But you know, when that happened, he went running to mommy and daddy. And mommy and daddy put their arms around him and told him, hey, Ben, it's going to be okay. You're going to be all right. We've got a big old daddy who throws his arms around us when the world falls apart and tells us, hey, Paul, it's going to be okay. I got you. I got you in this whatever situation you might find yourself in i can get you in that as well and my reaction needs to be Christ is happening find my father so how do we find our father how do we find jesus in the crisis how do we find god when things are falling apart well i know my friend eric in the church or in in the prison has god buried so deep in his heart he can spit Chapter and verse of the Bible like nobody I've ever met. He's really, really gifted and blessed with an incredible knowledge of Bible verses. And he has not been a Christian for a long time. It's not like he's been walking it his whole life. It's been a couple of years. But he lives it and he knows it. So when there's something, he can bring that verse up and he can recite God's promises to himself from the Bible, whether he's got a Bible in his hand or not. We can do it through praise. Today, when there was no one else there, Eric had his guitar and we just worked through our, our songbook in the prison. We just like, all right, let's look at this song. How does this one go? Let's look at this one. Let's look at this one. And we just praised and it was so Awesome. It was so invigorating and uplifting and encouraging to praise with just Bev and Eric and myself and a guitar and some scrappy little song books that I put together for us. We had a wonderful, wonderful time of worship. We could fellowship with other believers. Or maybe even we fellowship with non-believers and we show them what Jesus looks like in our life so that they can get some Jesus in their life. It's a, a... I mean, people are my love language. I just, I can't imagine making it without people in my life to talk to to share with, to laugh with, to cry with, to celebrate with, to be quiet with. Just having people around and with me gives me water for my soul. It soothes the aches and the pains and it fills the cracks and the needs that I have in myself when I'm with other people who could share with me. And and whether that's me trying to help lift them out of a pit or if it's them lifting me out of a pit, or if we're just walking along, you know, not in a pit or we're both in the pit, whatever it is, it's just that idea that I'm with somebody today coming home from the prison. Bev did not feel well, but she was in the car with me and it just gave me company and we didn't hardly say anything and we didn't work a crossword puzzle and she didn't read a book to me, but we were there with each other and for each other. And it was, it was wonderful to be able to do that, to have that, to experience that, because it, it makes life better. It, it brings moisture to the desert. So we pray, we fellowship, we, we, we worship. We can read our Bible. Uh, I'm currently doing a Bible study with two other gentlemen each morning and we'll read the verses that we're reading we'll read what we do is we read a chapter of a book um in the bible and right now we're working our way through philippians which is so encouraging and so uplifting i really recommend philippians if you're feeling a little bit down it just is uh it soothes me but we can read that bible and 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 find out what God says to us. And it's I, I love doing this study with these guys because it's about more than just reading the Bible to read the Bible. It's not just conquering the next chapter. It's breaking it down and saying, What is what is speaking to me out of this? Is there a verse that that has special meaning or or gives me encouragement or makes me ponder or think or whatever it's it's this living word of God that we're pouring into ourselves so that we can benefit from it I was listening to um, my favorite podcast uh, on uh, English football in Arsenal And it had one of my favorite guests on it. There's a a lady named Amy Lawrence who knows so much about Arsenal. and She's so passionate about it. But she said something that I thought that was really interesting when she was talking about um, supporting a team. She said, you choose a team and they become yours and you become theirs. There's that community. It's I am an Arsenal supporter and Arsenal. I love Arsenal. Arsenal loves me as a supporter. And as Christians, we have this love for the Bible. And this Bible has a love for us. It's it's God's love letter to us. And it is to be used for correction. And for teaching. And for encouraging. And it's an incredible tool for that. So we pray we praise and worship. We fellowship with other people. We read the Bible. And I think another thing that I want to you know, leave us off with is, is that we meditate on that word. Maybe that we've prayed. Maybe that we've spoken with someone else. Maybe that we've read. But we just Get quiet. I've said it before. I don't know what show, but I know I've said it before, but I'll say it again that meditation is not doing yoga, although it can be. It's not sitting with your legs crossed and putting your thumb and your middle finger together in a little circle and, and pointing them up and, and chanting "Om" or whatever mantra. But it's, it's, meditation is just this act of clearing my mind, getting the clutter out of my brain so that I can focus on something. And a mantra for some people is good for that. A mantra is a, a repeated pattern of, of something that I say. So maybe it's a Bible verse or a, a phrase from a song that I just repeat over and over again. Maybe it's just a word. But it's me trying to clear everything else out of my mind and 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 defocus myself so I can refocus myself on God and the good things that he has for me. These things aren't the only things that we can do. It's just a small list, just off the top of my head, literally... I, 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 I was headed to bed and I was like, oh, oh, don't want to do what I did last week. Don't want to wake up without a show. So I, I, I knew I needed to make a show and I thought, well, what can I talk about? And I realized I, we didn't have the water today. I, I, I didn't put a lot of thought into this show is what I'm trying to tell you. I didn't sit down and write out this list of things that were going to be talked about on the show. These are just things that have come to me as I'm talking that we can do when things go wrong. And if you've got more things, please, please share them with me. I always am begging people to just communicate with me. And <laughs> it's so infrequently it happens. I get a lot of people listening to the show, a lot of people giving to the show. And a couple of weeks ago, I went to give away coffee. I said, the first person who texts me, I want coffee, gets coffee. Several days later, I get a text from my wife. I want coffee. And I had forgotten about saying it on the show, but I was like, cool, okay. But she's the only one who did it. <laughs> she's the only one who replied. Nobody nobody else got the free coffee. Nobody else was even in the running for the free coffee because nobody, nobody took the time to say hi. So please take the time to say hi. Tell me what you do when you are... Struggling When things have been removed from you or taken away from you or you don't have access to these things, these life-giving things like water in your spiritual life, how do you get through it? I, I, I really want to know because I'm always looking for ways to make it so that I can survive rough times. And, and the best way for me to do that is to find out how you survive those rough times. So please, please, please send an email to guy at Podcast.com or call or text me on my cell phone, which is 760-608-1942. I want to thank all of you givers uh, who have texted the word mum to uh, 760-WALLS-CA. That's 925-5722. Thanks, Matthew West, for the song. Thanks, Faith, for sending this song to us. Thank you, listeners, for sharing this podcast with people so that we can have the uh the the number of listeners that we have it is pretty cool i was talking to a guy at a conference this week and they said well how many how many people do you have on your you know that listen to your podcast And when i told him he's like wow that's that's pretty good um so i am very pleased with um with that but there's always room for more so share with your people um if you've got a story to tell Folks, this is show number 269. I I would love to have an interview with a person sharing their mess into a message rather than just me blabbering on. And I know you would, too, because we love those stories. So find people, uh, send them our way. If you're a person that hasn't shared your story or if you're a person who shared and you want to just be on the show again. Anybody who wants to be on the show, just call me or text me. We can get it hooked up. We, uh, we always love having guests on the show. And... Um, I guess that's about it for this week uh, It's been great uh, I've got my new baby boy The OG Little Oliver And um, Summertime's coming School's ending for a lot of people this week My my, uh, uh, Several of my grandkids have school Ending this week so that means It's summertime And that's always fun We got Celebrate Recovery Summit coming up Uh in uh, a little over a month and I'm just uh, I'm just thrilled with the way things are going so thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and we will see you next time we mess it up